Hey, 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 this is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. And guess who's in the house? It's Jack Bucknell. I hope I pronounced that right. Yep, sure did. <laughs> okay, you know why I invited you here, right, Jack? Um, mm-hmm. Last time we were in Vegas for MTE, we um, had this deep conversation about, I guess, the you know, uh, struggle about doing, you know, about being a one man band. And so yeah. I figured, I thought that, Hey, let's, we didn't really finish the conversation because to tell the truth, I thought in the beginning, cause there was you and then another gentleman, I thought that I was being punked. You know what I mean? Like MTV mm-hmm. punked. I'm like, yeah. what's going on? There's this Jack and there's this gentleman and you guys are having disagreement about something. And then the more he gives you, His pointers, the more you got upset, but he didn't see that. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I can empathize with your situation because I've been there, done that when I was in college doing everything, you know what I mean? So um, walk us through the whole scenario as well as introduce yourself. Okay, so uh, I'm Jack Bucknell with, uh, I own a local Sioux Falls dent repair, paintless dent repair company in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I've uh, been doing paintless dent repair since 2010, approximately. Prior to that, I was doing auto body collision repair and have a uh, pretty good experience in that atmosphere as well. Um, and grew up around the auto body industry world throughout my entire life with my dad, you know, being a business owner as well, um, as well as my, uh, many of my family members are entrepreneurs as well and ran, you know, successful business for a long time. Um, so kind of getting into what you were mentioning there. Uh, yes, I was frustrated because I came to you to talk to you, not to talk to anybody else about it. So, um, so we're just going to go ahead and continue the conversation on the show. So. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Um, that's why I invited you here because I'm like, you know what? I wanted to finish the conversation, but we couldn't because he kept talking to you and um and then yeah. i'm in the middle i'm trying to be the mediator and i was like oh my no. gosh this guy is not understanding where no. you're coming from and me on the other hand trying to explain it to him so to de-escalate the situation and it wasn't going that route no but it was not going uh it was going sideways the whole entire i was just <laughs> like dude it is whatever it is what it is everybody means well that just uh yeah, yeah. so i'll just leave it at that so yeah so <laughs> you talked to me about your frustration with um let's see juggling with business and your personal life as well as dating and the reason why i invited you is because i'm like you know what jack is a bachelor he's a single guy and he's trying to do you know he's trying to get his business going to a point where you want it to be successful and so at the same time life happens too so you know why don't you tell us a little bit about the conversation we had it you know in las vegas so basically what i was talking what we were talking about is kind of trying to uh what were some tips and tricks or something advice that what can you give me for advice to help have uh, a little bit more of a work-life balance i guess and don't get me wrong i love what i do i love my business i love working in my business um mm-hmm. but uh, eventually you know and i i think it's and i've talked with a lot of other dead guys especially about this and mm-hmm. uh, we all have the same problems it was consistent like well not maybe quite to the exact same level but mm-hmm. this was definitely a problem in you know the workaholic i guess mindset uh, i know me i work I mean, I'm, I'm on a podcast at 7.30 on a Friday night <laughs> when most people would be out, you know, having, having dinner or whatever like that, or whatever, which is fine. But, um, um, you know, doing stuff like that and and just, um, just I guess I've always had the mindset or the, the want to work to get better. And the only person that's going to make this business successful ultimately is me. It's, mm-hmm. it's and it's all down to me. I mean, no, no pressure. But uh, <laughs> so it's just, uh, it, it's, um basically some of the questions I was asking you about, you know, like, how does, how does Mike, you know, like, and, and I've talked again, I talked with other dent guys that are big names and successful in this industry about how do you guys balance having a, you know, family, kids, you know, time with your wife or girlfriend, how do you, and have a successful business and work all the time and a whole <laughs> bunch of different things like that. I mean, it's a, it's a struggle. I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, the, the business mindset or the entrepreneurial mindset is definitely not for everybody. A lot of people would, you know, that's why so many, what is it like 70% of businesses fail in the first five years. And then mm-hmm. of those that succeed, like 70 or 80% fail after that or whatever. So I don't know. I don't remember the exact statistics, but it's like a really high fail rate. 
um, you know, kind of coming down to like debt repair. You know, there's a lot of people that go out and get training or, or or get a set of tools and then they get set in the back burner and then they never do anything with them. Um, you know what I mean? So it's just uh, anyway. So, yeah, just just trying to figure out how do you balance and I've gotten a lot better. So I've been in business for myself since 2017. So mm -hmm. we're at four and a half years now and I've gotten tremendously better at it than I was four, four and a half years ago. Cause I mean, I remember literally going out to dinner with, with, with family members, you know, especially my parents and stuff. I'm really close with them. They actually wanted me to come out tonight and I'm like, oh, I'm doing a podcast, but they were, my mom was like, you're doing a podcast <laughs> on a Friday night. And I'm like, well, like, you know, maybe later, but anyways, um, I remember I'm thinking back like four years ago, I remember being out to dinner yeah. with my parents and my, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there we're, we're all conversating and stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm, my mind's running a hundred miles an hour about, I need to be doing this, you know, and that's, you know, it could be the same thing right now, like Friday night or Saturday mm -hmm. night, you're out trying to disconnect and mm -hmm. you just, you can't. And it's, I remember my mom being like, what's the matter? And my dad just kind of smirks and goes, you're thinking about work, aren't you? And I just mm -hmm. like, yes. And he's just like, just, you can't help he, he, it. He, you know? he gets it. He gets it. Yeah. He gets it. Yeah. No, that's why I can empathize with you because I understand what you're going through because even now with me and Mike, we've been in business for 20 years and we still have to, you know, we still have, I mean, the struggle is real. Like with me, I have to be highly, highly organized. If I'm not highly organized, then it will throw off my day. And so for me, I talked about this when we did the presentation at, at, at MTE about number one, if you want to own well, if you want to own a company or you own a company, you have to be very organized because there's some stuff that happens on a daily basis that will throw your whole schedule off. And then that's why I talked about people might think it's crazy, but for me, I would actually make a, an agenda, like a checklist. And then yeah. and then I even I'm I'm not anal to a point that I have OCD. Okay. But I think this would work for me that I even, you know, like prioritize it. Like, for example, I got to do this one first, number one, numbers, you know, number two, you know, they go into the category of like, which one would need to be done first. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then as my days, um, happen I'll just check it off and if I if let's say if I check off like two to three or four out of my checklist then I know I'm productive and then for the following day I'll create a new checklist and that's how I know that hey I am being effective as a business owner and I'm productive and that's how I'm measuring my productivity because for for me I told my husband like, here's the thing. Okay. So when there's more than one person in the company, it doesn't go th the right way because not everyone's on the same page, but that's why I want everyone on the same page. So I have to even approach it in a way where when I talk to my husband, I make sure that he's not going to get offended, that he's going to be on my, you know, he's going to be on board with whatever it is that I'm trying to get him to do. Right. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. if he's going to get offended. <laughs> we're going to be like going, pew, 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 pew then we're not productive. So I kind of like strategize how I approach him. So that way he doesn't think that I'm telling him what to do, you know, and although it doesn't turn out like that on, you know, on his side, I don't take things personally. So I was telling you, and when I was talking to you, I kind of like feel your struggle. And you were like saying, come on, Mary. I mean, you know, it's like after I answer your questions, you have another one. And then before I can even finish my you know my explanation you have another one i'm like oh, oh my yeah God, i know i know it, 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 it's just that 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 mind of like just go 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 and that it, it's like yeah yep 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 I, yeah so i was like wait a minute okay hold on now uh, yeah well let me your... finish the let me finish the last question and then we'll get to the new question yeah uh, yeah I, I, oh yeah testing me. i'm like is he testing me let's see if he's like you know i th i was like I, I was like you know i mean seriously when you were talking to me i was like on my um, you know thinking in my head i'm like is he testing me if i'm gonna break or if i'm gonna lose it i'm like you know what you're not gonna do this to me today <laughs> it's not gonna <laughs> yeah, happen and that, 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 and that is absolutely not uh, any at all it was not a test by any means but i i think it is hilarious to hear you say that because i can totally understand where you're coming from like dude is this guy chill like slow down a little bit like that i like 
And then at the same time, there was this other gentleman who's yep. just like speaking for me. So before I can even speak, he was like answering your questions, but he's totally getting in, you know, cause he's saying, saying, why don't you take some yoga class or why don't you like start cooking? And you're all, I don't have time to cook because, yeah. well, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like working so hard by the time, like I'm done or like I put down whatever it is I'm doing. You were, you know, explaining to us that yep. it's already seven or eight o'clock and you missed dinner. Oh, you know? No, no, no. It's way later. I'm, I'm a, I'm normally eating dinner and this is how I was growing up. This is how I was growing up, but my family and they still do this. Uh, my parents do. It's normal for me to eat nine, 10, 11 o'clock, sometimes even later than that. Like I'll just work until I'm like, I have to eat. Heck, there's a lot of nights I don't even eat dinner because I just work so late and I'll be like sitting at the computer and I'll be like, Falling oh like, all right, I just have to go to sleep. I have to go to sleep. And then I just won't even have anything to eat. So I had to force myself to take the time off to go eat. And it's like, I know I need to eat, but I'm just not hungry because I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I got, I got stuff to do. And I had to go to the store and buy specific, like, easy, not healthy, like, meals you can just throw in the microwave or something you just throw in that doesn't require any part. I, and I love cooking. I love cooking. I love making food, all that kind of stuff. But when it's like work day or whatnot, I'm like, nope, uh -uh, I'm not spending an hour making a dinner. Like I even bought, uh, what is it? Like one of the subscription services. And I actually canceled it because of the amount of time it took me to cook food. And I'd be trying to make this decent meal 30, 45 minutes to make this food. And I'm like, that's not long at all. Like and it was great. And all the food was great and everything. And I'm just like, I don't want to spend this much time on food. No, I mean, I know I, I get you. That's why. But you know yeah. what? Um, this is why I was telling you, Jack, you know, if you don't take care of your health, then you're just yeah. going to fall apart. You know, I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you know, I think the best way to uh, explain it so that way you can relate to what I'm saying is like when mm -hmm. I was in college, mm -hmm. literally I used to, uh, I, you know, I was working full time at the hospital. So my hours were like seven. What time did I have to? Yeah, I had to be there at seven. So I had to get up at what? Probably six o'clock. You know, yeah. it, I don't put a lot of makeup on when I go to work back then because it was just like, what's what's the point? I'm only going to see my patients, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so I, I need to be there by eight and getting some report for my patients. So I was like, okay, so from seven to three, I'm done. But then by the time I get home, it's like four o'clock. Then by that time I'm exhausted. And then I only have like probably two hour window or an hour and a half window to do my homework or to study for a quiz or a test or to write a paper, get it done. Then I'm in class by six to nine then i won't be back until 10 yes that was my schedule jack then i have to be back but i'm probably back by 10 but if i have to prove you know if i had to do like some kind of a essays you know like 10 pages 20 pages of essays i have to do my research first right so then i can't just go to sleep right away so i can get up at six I sometimes would only have two to three hours of sleep. But the thing that I don't uh, neglect was at the time, it's like eating. And the reason being is because if I don't eat, I start shaking. I have like a hypoglycemic problem, I guess. Or yeah, so like a candy or something I usually have with me all the time. So that way... I don't, you know, because if I'm if I'm like not functioning right, then I'm not being productive. So that's why I was telling you, I know where your mindset is. You're trying to get as much as you can. But if you're not functioning the right way or in an effective way, then you're not getting anything done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually brought uh, that brings up a really good point of talking with a, a few, uh, uh, Don and Dave actually both talked to me about some of these things. And I mentioned, and Don specifically pointed out on having, well, both of them actually, basically pointed out on having reset days, essentially. So a day where you just, and and to, uh, I guess to, uh, to, as a business owner, like I've gotten, again, I've gotten a lot better at this, but now mm -hmm. I'm like a day off is, I can I can handle that within reason. And, but like to not do anything, not nothing, like almost like to the point where you almost need to just lock your phone away and just not like, oh man, that to me is like the ultimate, 
I can't, I can't even imagine going to that level. Like right now, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, baby steps, but um, it's just, you have to do that to have your mind reset. So I noticed it like, you know, when you go on and, and go on vacation and I was bad at this too, bringing my computer with, you know, still being on my computer, still posting, uh, you know, on, on social media and stuff like that. And I've, like I said, I've gotten a lot better at it. I, I know because I know it's not right, but I noticed uh-huh. the times when I, when I was so in the moment of what I was doing, I was able to shut all that stuff off. So like one of the best things that I've noticed throughout the years, even when I started my business, one of the biggest things that was able allowing me to disconnect was to Mm -hmm. go to the lake and ride around on a boat. Mm -hmm. I love the water. I love water activities like that. And that was the ultimate. I don't even have to, there's no forcement at all. Mm -hmm. My mind just has no want to do with work at all. So I tried to do that. Well, I should do it more, but I try to do that as much as I can, as many times as I can, because I know that's the ultimate way for me to disconnect. And then I get to, you know, see family and friends and stuff like that and go with them. But that was a very good reset for me. And then, you know, man, I mean, if we went to the lake for Saturday and Sunday, it's like a double whammy, you know, it's super bonus. Um, So I noticed that around big holidays and stuff like that when I disconnect. So like coming up here uh, in the next couple of weeks, you know, we've got uh, pheasant hunting is a huge thing in South Dakota. The whole weekend is going to be dedicated to that. To where like like, I'll be out hunting all day and it'll be like if I check my phone, maybe a handful of times the whole day, that would be a lot. But that's it. Like that's it's not it's just checking it to see, Okay, I got nothing, nothing contact me, but I'm not on social media. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm completely disconnected. And it's a completely reviving experience when you get back to, you know, going back to work on Monday or maybe even Sunday night, whatever. Um, like, wow, I just feel so much better, but you have to realize that and go, wow, I need to just, you know, like, even if you were to, even if you were to, let's say, pull back the amount of work on, let's say a Saturday, Sunday, and you only work three hours a day or whatever, Mm -hmm. that still is too much. Like you need to just almost completely disconnect from it. And it's Mm -hmm. so totally refresh. Like I said, it's. If you haven't done it, I know you've experienced, I've, ex- I've experienced it, but like, if you haven't experienced that or done that, you won't understand it. And until I mm-hmm. actually did that, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I need to do this more often, but I'm still guilty of not doing it enough. But you know, <laughs> I re- at least I recognize that and realize that, you know, and know that this is something I need to work on. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so. So, so, so the question is, <clears throat> do you feel guilty if you don't work at least an hour a day? Cause you're saying now you've gotten better where you're going to one day. Actually, no. So, um, I don't feel guilty because I know like, just for example, like last Sunday, I literally didn't do anything work related at all. And I would like uh, to where, like, I got to the point where towards the end of the night, I was like waiting for a friend to come over. We're going to cook some dinner and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, I've got an hour or two till, you know, they show up and I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, I could go to that computer and get some stuff done. And then I'm like, no, (laughs) No, no, just like, like almost instantly, my brain just was like, no, we're shutting off. We're done. Not doing anything like, and I'm not one to like, uh, I'm not a like sit around and watch TV kind of guy. I just sat around and watched TV and just did nothing, like nothing work related, just completely unplugged. And it was fantastic. It was great. That's good. Um, I'll, you know, I mean, I, I remind myself, too, that, you know, when I'm doing some stuff and then we have, let's say, a lot of project that needs, you know, a lot of projects that needs to get done. I always remind myself, you know what, Mary, you're not going to be as effectively productive if you're forcing yourself to do this and release it on us. You know what I'm saying? So that's why oh, sometimes yeah. I'm like I'm going to take a break or go on like a, a trip or a day or two or or even like. What I do feel guilty, though, is like um, when my teenagers were little, Mike and I had enough time to take them to all these parks, like whether it's Disneyland, SeaWorld, you know, Legoland. But with my little one, because there's like an eight year gap, mm-hmm. um, we don't have that time. I'm, I'm finding myself like, wait a minute. We're so busy that. But you know what? Luckily that she's a different generation that. She, she, she doesn't like, you know, Hey, I want to, I need to go here and I need to go there repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Once she's been there once or twice, she's good. 
and and I think she's the I generation where like she's the iPad, you know, all you have to all, all she wants is just her iPad, watch her YouTube, you know, like kids opening the present or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or or you know, uh toys or something like that. I'm like, wow, I can't believe she she, you know, she will like entertain herself just watching that. To me, that's boring. Mm-hmm. To my to yeah. my older, you know, yeah, compared to my older kids, they're gonna think that's boring. It's yeah. weird how the generations like different you know what i mean you're the millennial right yeah yep yep yeah yeah born in 88 i'm 33 so yep yep (laughs) so 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 that so that's what i'm saying so you're the millennial so you're techie because yeah yeah very yep yeah yeah and so now well now the you know the generation after the millennial they're more techier because they're figuring it out at such a young age you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i'm just like well, I got to be careful with this because you know what? I don't want her to like always on the, you know, on her, on the, on her iPad watching stuff. I want her to like see what's out there and, and, and learn, you know, cause like seeing it's like learning. Right. Yeah. So I usually tell her to get off the iPad, you know what I mean? And, um, <laughs> and it's such a that. common thing though. Like nowadays with kids, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of sitting on my phone too much as well. But I mean, even when I go to like new places, so let's say, let's say like when we went to Vegas or well, when we all went to Vegas, I get off the airplane, I get in a Lyft or Uber and what do I do? I'm on you know, Instagram, Facebook, or, you know, probably checking some business, obviously, but whatever. And I'm just like, I am in Vegas at nighttime at a beautiful time to see the city. And I'm looking at my phone and I have to literally sit there. And I think about that and I go, what are you doing? Like, man, you are driving through Vegas yeah, in a, and you're not having to drive. You're just fully relaxed and you could just look around and observe and I mean, even if you take photos, whatever. And it's so natural for us just to pick up our phone and just be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. (laughs) Scroll, scroll, double tap, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you know, do it like, well, like, I know like, you know, the older generation, like my parents, they're like, Oh, you're just going to sit on your They're phone. They're not into it, huh? They'll literally say that kind of stuff to me or whatever, you know, or whatever. And they always like to poke and prod that kind of stuff. And, uh-huh. uh, but, but now they both have iPhones and they're both starting to do it. Like, you know, we'll be sitting, you know, after having family dinner or something and, you know, like my mom will be on her phone looking on Facebook. My dad will be on there. They're not on any other social media, but. Do they but, have Facebook you know, accounts? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. My, oh, my dad actually just got one. Uh, was it like a year and a half ago? Two, I don't know. It's, but I remember for the longest time he was like, absolutely not. And then he started to kind of warm up to it. Like, well, you know, I, maybe I should get on there, you know, to see the family photos <laughs> of like, you know, my aunt, you know, like, so his sister's, you know, grandkids <laughs> or something like that. Well, maybe I should get on there for the photos. Cause you know, all of the family, you know, the, you know, my generator, younger kids or my, me or my sister, or my mom, would be showing him like, oh, hey, look what so-and-so down in Florida did this weekend. And he's like, oh, man, man, I really need to get that to see that. And, and now he's, you know, now he gets it. But I mean, not to not to the compulsive level that, you know, the younger generations do. But yeah, so it's just it's funny to see, you know, even the the older generation can slowly transition into it. So yeah, like with me, I always remind myself, you know, like I'm talking to myself, Mary, you've been on this for like 30, 40 minutes. That's good. I mean, that's good enough. You you don't need to continue because once you mm-hmm. start it, especially Facebook, you're seeing all these posts, you're seeing like advertising, then you yep. go from yep. one thing to another. And then the next thing you know, you're you're like in it for like three or four hours. So that's why I remind oh, myself, man, Mary, easy. don't do that. Mary, don't do that. You know what I mean? I give it, okay. I give myself a time frame of how long I'm going to be on. I, I need to set something like that. I know like, uh, I don't know if you get on TikTok. Oh my God, that is a That's a really good, that's a really, it's, it's, it works great. I love being on it, but man, it can really just suck so much time out of your day. You get on there thinking, I just like five, I'm just going to take a break. I'm in the middle of this big dent, whatever. And all of a sudden you're on, you're sitting there scrolling, you know, got, you know, and not even talking about making content. Cause I like to make content for it as well um, uh-huh. for business. But like all of a sudden you look down and it, or you look at the clock and you're like, Oh man, I've been on you for half hour, 45 minutes, an hour. Sometimes it's like, Oh my <laughs> God, gee, I'm so far behind. I always get all my work done and stuff, but it's, but it's, but it's not prior. It's not, it's, it's taking away from the priority. So going back to what you said at the beginning about having a list, 
that's one thing I started to do. I actually, well, I need to start getting back into it, but I used to actually keep a, uh, a daily planner where every day you would fill out the tasks that you wanted to do. And I would kind of write out in the calendar system of how are you going to, you know, what's your time frames on these cars? Like I, I just literally, let me see. I do mine on the post-it. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got like notepads with all my stuff on it. I mean, I got like notepad, 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 you know, no, like the whole corner of my desk is just full of notes and it's just, and, and I have to do this. I have to do this during the day. So like in the morning, like I know, I know the cars that need to be done, but I have to still write those on the notepad as far as a time frame or let me, something. Let me, ask you, let me ask you something, Jack. Um, when you, let's say you start your day, you know what needs to get done for the business. You need to do your advertising, you know, or, or your marketing, right? Marketing, yep. advertising. You need to get some, probably some cars done. You need to make some phone calls. So obviously you're putting that on your notepad. Now, let me let, let me ask you something. Do you, Have you ever thought about putting a time frame of how long you're going to finish a project? Like with me today, I'm like, okay, I need to make, five phone calls from maybe my bookkeeper and, you know, uh, let's say uh, my attorney and this and this and that. And so I gave it a time frame. Do you do that? So that way you're not, you don't feel like you're spending too much time on one thing. I know I don't, I need to, I did that when I had those planners and I just kind of stopped, stopped ordering. I need to just get them again, but I just started slowly getting back into the, you know, again, like I said, the, the, the pieces of paper and it's, and it's, I've noticed talking or having the experience with that and talking with other people. They're like, you don't have to write out 30 things to do every day. You need to write no, down no, no. a handful oh, no. of things. Yeah. You know, like, cause obviously we all got a million things we could be doing, but it's like, all right, uh, car comes in, you know, at nine o'clock. All right. We need to have car done mm-hmm. by end of day. Mm-hmm. But I just normally have it as end of day. So typically in the morning, so I have a CRM system for my business, which is, I cannot even fathom Phenomenal. people who don't have a system like that. Cause you have some, you're, I, I mean, yeah, I know, I know you guys do, but it's, it's a fantastic <laughs> system. If anybody's not using it, get something, get, get implementing it now. Cause it's a time save, but it's nice because that you can set tasks in that to follow up with certain customers to do, to do certain different tasks in there for mm-hmm. customer relations. So like if let's say let's say somebody calls me and I'm on the phone and I miss a phone call. Mm-hmm. It's going to automatically send them a text message, "Hey, sorry we missed your call. We'll follow up with you shortly. If you're looking to get an estimate, please send us a photo." And I don't have to do anything at all. I don't have to do nothing mm-hmm. and it automatically fires that off. And then mm-hmm. that customer sends me their 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 information or fills out a form on my website so I have all their information already and sends me photos. So that way when I go to call them back, I've already got everything I need. To continue the conversation it's not like me just following up with them again and going hey this is jack with sioux falls democrat sorry mr call mm-hmm. just following up with you and then i got to get all that information manually i got to write it down then i got to mm-hmm. ask them for photos then i have to get off the phone then they send me the photos and i recall them back like that's a huge time suck time saving a system to save that you know to so basically what so going back to the time management thing i try to do all of my um follow-ups or any types of um of those types of things right away in the morning. Like, so mm-hmm. like eight, nine o'clock in the morning, that's when I'm doing all that. I want to get all that out of the way because I know if I don't, I'm going to be thinking about it all day while I'm working on that car. I need to just yeah. get it out of the way. So I'm not thinking about it. And then, yeah. by the, and then typically, sadly, the last thing I typically end up doing is going to do the actual physical repair. So then I'm, I'm not like rushed, but, but okay. I do it to myself, but it's almost, I think it's almost like a, I don't even know why I do it. I do it all the time, uh-huh. but I always make it work. So it's one of those things where I put, I, almost, I essentially almost put a strict deadline on myself just by habit. And I always make it, everything works fine. There's no problems with it, so, but it's, it, and I'm not so, saying that's a right way to do it, but that's how I do it. And it, I don't really want to do it that way, but I do it. So whatever. But you're not the only one, Jack. You know, I think it's more probably common with men where when they do uh, work under pressure, you know, they do things. Oh, last yeah. Minute. 100%. <laughs> I think yep, it's, I mean, yep. you're not the only one. It's more common with men. I've seen that, you know, I mean, I do the same thing with my son. I told my son, you know, you got to do time management. You can't do this because I want to teach you how to get ahead so that way you're not stressing because if you're not ahead with your schedule or what you need to get done then you're worrying then you're panicking 
It's almost like taking a test. I, I, I told him, if you have studied enough and you know that, hey, you're confident with the test coming and you're not worried of what's going to be on the test because you did your, your studying early on and you already kind of have a, an idea what's going to be on the test. Because I've done this, you know, in the past where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to ace this. And sure enough, when the test day come, I would like ace it. I'm like, yes. And it feels good. See, that's the thing. Part of this too, is like, you want to like, at the end of the day, you want to feel good about what you did, right? Or about yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that's why preparation really, you know, like, uh, it's like a key thing for time management. You got to, you know, you got to prepare and to prepare, you have to get organized and then you got to like, look ahead, you know, like for me, like what you said earlier, that you don't have to have like 30 lists on your agenda to do. Usually for me, I would do five or 10 because you have to also set goals that is attainable for you for that day. Because if you're setting goals that you don't, you know, you don't reach or you don't achieve, then you feel bad about yourself. Because I've experienced this. Don't you think? Yep. You're not in yep. your oh, head, one, right? 100%. And that's where, that's where I used to be. I used to make the big, long list. And then I would work stupid late and be like, oh, man, I didn't get this done. Or, I, or like, I know, like, back. so I've, I'm, I've really fallen off the, the wagon of, I used to do a lot more video editing for YouTube and then content and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've got all the cameras and I, you know, I've, I've talked with Mike about this and he, me and him actually talked at Vegas specifically about this and to get back to simple. Uh-huh. Everything back on my phone. And he, he actually got me hooked up with the, with the microphone that he uses for his cell phone. So I got one of the, I literally ordered at oh, Vegas. you're talking about the road, the small one? It's so, the, yeah, the road, yeah, the small one. So yeah, I, I mean, I've got the big it. ones, I've got the, the wireless ones, I've got, yeah. you know, a nice big, huge yeah. camera, and it works great. I'm, and I'm like, like a total nerd for that. Like, it's not anything that you need for this industry, but I enjoy it. But the amount of extra work that I was putting in to do that, so like, get a camera, set it on a tripod, wireless mic. Mm hmm your internet is kind of like many, oh, what was that I, your internet's kind of acting up sorry to interrupt you but it's oh, okay now. It? yeah yeah, okay. yeah um so the the big production stuff was just me because i have probably over a terabyte easily of non-edited video footage i could just not do anything the rest i'd have i could make a youtube video every couple of days if I just sat down and made it, made the content and I'm like, you know what? That's not, that's not, um, I, I enjoy that, but I'm doing the content also for business awareness, mm. not necessarily just to show off that I can edit big, big videos or whatever like that, or not even on a show off aspect, but you know, I did enjoy that. Like I enjoy it, but I'm spending like, you know, I'd go to do a, let's say a big 68 hours and then I'd go to editing that footage or you know, six to 10 hours of editing that that's not right. Like I don't need to, but, but it's because edit the footage and it takes as it takes. Edit, editing takes a lot of time. I've seen it, you know, I've done it myself. I've seen Mike. And so if you can do your editing in, you know, like get better every time you're doing an editing to kind of like minimize the time of how long it takes you to edit, that's the goal. So like when I do something and if I'm doing it like a reoccurring task, I make sure I'm figuring out a way how to do it in a shorter period of time every time I do it. So I set a goal yes. on top of a goal. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> It's just, I just, I just, cause for me, I always have to be doing and improving something. Cause if I don't, then I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going through the process. I'm just going through my day, you know? So for me, I need to get better every day. And if I'm doing that, then I feel good about myself. Like I told you about doing a task. If you have so many tasks that you supposed to do and you didn't get it done. I mean, the struggle is real. I kind of like feel guilty and I'm like shoot I didn't get anything to done today I and that's why you know what's what, the biggest thing too do not procrastinate 
I told this to my kids not to procrastinate oh. because when you do, you're just like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But then at the end of the day, you still have to do it. You know what I mean? So I always, even with my kids, they're like, mom, I don't want to do this anymore. We can do this tomorrow. I'm like, nope, we have the time to do it today. We might as well do it because tomorrow, who knows? Something crazy might happen. And they might invite us to, uh, you know, come and stop by at the cousin's house. Then, hey, if our, you know, if our schedule is open, then we can probably for an hour or two, you know? So anyways, dating, I want to go and move forward. Let's talk about dating. Um, how are you doing this, you know, with your busy schedule and dating at the same time? <laughs> I mean, how do you Ooh, do this? I'm pretty sure you've come across. Well, I'll, give, I'll give you that. Um, you, you, I mean, you basically just have to set aside time to, to do those kind of tasks. And it's the same thing. It's, I mean, it's just, it sounds odd to say this, but you almost have to just set aside time to do that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it, it just, it is what it is. You know, you've got to, you've got, like, if you've got, you know, I don't know, whatever, Saturday or Saturday, Sunday or whatever for your free time, like that's when you've got to do that kind of stuff. I don't know those, those you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you, it's just a, a it's Jack? like anything you have to make time. J Jack, I mean, do no, you not, not, current, no, not really. No, I'm in the <laughs> middle of, I'm in the middle of, of severe hail too. So that's part of the struggle. That's also why I brought up that stuff with you at Vegas, because I was literally coming at the beginning of a, I had just gotten hail locally. So I'm going to be getting mm -hmm. an influx of work. I mean, I've already got most of the month of October already scheduled out. So, mm -hmm. you know, I can't already, I can't work anymore. So you just have to push the, you know, side, act, you know, extra non-working things to the weekend. So like, you know, like this weekend, I've got a hill car sitting in my shop that I could be working on, but I'm going to be trying to do other things. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works out for me. But, okay. um, you know, and I'm I actually, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to, to pull away from that. But like, like last weekend, I went out with, with a bunch of friends to an Oktoberfest ordeal all day long. Fantastic. Didn't work at all. Didn't work at all. Didn't, didn't do anything all day. Just yeah, that's, that's, lived in the moment. It was great. Good. My, my suggestion, Jack, is that because I know you're, you're single, mm -hmm. you're young, mm -hmm. you know, you got to live your life. Life is short. You don't know what happens, you know, or what's going to happen tomorrow. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So so the way I look at it, it's like, yes, I hate juggling with five things or six things, but if I can do it and, and still manage it, you know, to be, you know, for it, for me to be able to, you know, make it work and still manageable, then I will go ahead and do it. Even though it's like five things, you know, I'm juggling with five things because mm -hmm. the way my, uh, the way I'm thinking or my philosophy in life is that, Hey, you know what? What happens if I have a car accident tomorrow? And I keep saying, I'm going to go travel to, let's say, a certain place that I want to do. I mean, I want to go and I didn't do it. So that's why I try to incorporate business, family, and still traveling with my kids. So don't ignore your dating life because I you don't want to like be 50 and say, you know what? I still haven't <laughs> found that right person. But I gave right? you an advice. Yeah, I gave you an mm -hmm. advice of whoever I told you that you think that you want to get serious with, or even like maybe a person you want to date, yep. be upfront to them, be yeah. honest, let them know about your schedule. And if they're really there for you for the long haul, they will like put up with it. And if anything, yep. they might help you out. You know what I mean? And, and that was one thing that also that was um, talking with a lot of the other uh, dent, dent guys, dent friends of mine. Uh, that they mentioned that too. They're, 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 that are married and stuff like oh, that. They're okay. like the right um, you know, person will be understanding of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, like some of them, like I remember one of my buddies and I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say any names, but he would work like, so he got hail. <laughs> and he was working in the body shop till two o'clock in the morning. His what? wife, uh, hold on, I'm getting there. His wife came down to the shop in, in, in like a night in a good way, not like a, a pissed off way, but drug him out of the shop because he's, she's like, you can't do that. You, you need to step away from work and be able to have time outside of work. Like uh -huh. even in the, and I, and I don't know. I, I, I thought that was hilarious because I know them very well to where I was like, I could totally see that you didn't even have to. I don't. I have a, no ounce of doubt in my mind that that actually happened. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, like I said, the right, the right, um, 
you know, couples and stuff like that. And actually being open with that in the beginning is very, very beneficial. And I've done that in the past and told people that, and some people will understand, some people won't. I'm not, it's nothing, nothing against the, 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 um, you know, the, the opposite person or anything at all. It's not at all. I'm not saying it in that way, but it's just, you have to be open with that and, you know, set the stage, I guess, if that makes sense, is that the weird wording? I'm not even really sure how to, how to say it. But. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you're doing is that you're giving the, you're giving them the choice, you know, Hey, this is what he's disclosing to me. Do I want to be, do I want to pursue a relationship with Jack or not? And if I do, mm -hmm. then this is what my future with him is going to be. So you're giving that person a choice whether that person wants to be in a relationship with you or not. But yeah. if you don't disclose it in the beginning, then they have a certain expectation because in their mind, they're like, oh, I met Jack. It's a lot of fun. We're going to you know, go out all the time with friends, this and this and that. We're going to travel. Then that's not the reality. And, then, and, then, and then you get and then you get hit with hail and I work 24 seven. I'm not saying that's right either at all, but it's just. <laughs> It can be a, a life, you know, or like example, like I do go out and chase hail from time to time. Uh, last year in 2020, during all the COVID stuff, I was out in Pittsburgh working for two months to be two away from yeah. two months straight. Yeah. Um, you know, to be out there and, and, and be, you know, living there basically for two months, you know, the right, the right person will come out and visit you. And I was mm -hmm. actually, I was actually fortunate enough to have that happen at the time. Um, but, you know, the wrong person won't or won't be able to make that happen. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, and, and it's nothing against whether they come out or not, if that makes sense, but it's, it's just, it, it's a, you know, it's you know an obstacle. It's, a, it's an obstacle is what I'm saying. And if it, if it works out, it will work out. If it's doesn't work out, it's not going to work. I don't know. Yeah. Sure well, for me, yeah, yeah, for me, I think I truly believe even when I was dating like 20 years ago or 20 something years ago, I truly believe that we, all have soulmates and to find the soulmates if you believe that you're going to find your soulmates you will you mm -hmm. know and and just put positive vibe out there so that way it's the law of attraction right you put positive oh, vibe out there, you're going to yep. receive the same thing oh and, that's so true you know what i'm saying because like oh yeah because like, i used to go out with girlfriends and i have girlfriends that are just like debbie downer and they're like oh i'm not gonna have fun because i don't like my outfit or i gained some weight i'm like well sure enough at the end of the night we're like she the whole time she complained you know i mean yeah. so i'm like ah uh, because it's your mindset your mindset's going into that situation is already negative therefore you have a negative experience right so <laughs> it's so true i and i know people like that i i still try to be around some people like that from time to time but you have to be very um i don't even know the word you, you have to be very uh cautious optimistic? with those type of well no no and i'm and i'm a very you optimistic mean, you person need to be aware? yes you have to be very aware of that and know that a person like that can drag you your whole group mm -hmm. the atmosphere the night i mean mm -hmm. it, it, yeah i mean you know it, I, I know like i've listened to uh i listened to quite a bit of joe rogan's podcast and he did he did a, a topic on that he's like negative people or people that think like that he's like get them the heck away from me i don't want nothing to do with that and I, i'm not saying i'm not saying to completely shut those people out of your life but just recognize that that is a trait of theirs yes and and unless they want to make also, a change well and that's the next thing though is you know like people will come to you with with problems and stuff like that. And, you know, and they'll, and they'll want advice, not, not just saying they're there to talk to you about stuff. They want advice. You give them advice and then they just keep doing the same thing. Okay, I well, hate I'm, those I'm, people. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to continue trying to help you. And, uh, I don't know, feel like I'm going on a limb, I guess. I don't even know how to, how to work, Look, but, it's but like broken record, you're trying yes, to do yeah, like, Hey, Hey, I've got nothing. this problem. Okay. Well, what are you doing to improve it? Well, nothing. Well, well, why don't you just try doing maybe just something simple like this? Yeah. And then you like, talk to them, then you talk to them a few weeks later, months later, heck, maybe even a year later, and they're doing the same thing and you're going, why do you do that? Well, you know, uh, okay. Well, you, you just don't want to change it. That's fine. It's nothing. I'm not saying that's necessarily, I mean, I don't, it's not a bad thing, I don't, Jack. I don't know. It's not a bad thing. I don't understand it. But if that's the way that person is, that's just the way that person is. It's 
and yeah, and you feelings. know how I de- you know how I deal with those persons because I have you know some friends that are like that. You yeah. know what I do is that when I go hang out with those type of people, I have already a preconceived mindset that hey, this is what my time gonna be with this person. But at least I made a choice to spend that you know spend maybe let's say thirty minutes or an hour with that person, and if we have a bad time because that person just complained the whole time will then be it, you know, then I'm not having high expectation, high expectation from those kind yeah. of people, you yeah. know, but Hey, for friends, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to hang out with them. Right. I mean, I don't yeah. discriminate, so they're still going to be my friends. Yeah. But here's the thing. The reason why I brought it up is because if you're dating, this is just like a tip, probably, you know, that my, my dating tip don't end up with, a woman that has a lot of baggage. <laughs> it, that's the truth. Yeah, right? No, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not discriminating, but... No, 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 no. You know, when I was dating back in the old days, I, I'm the same way. I, You know, this is why sometimes I think like a man. I would say that to my to some of my friends because if I'm going to have, you know, too much emotion in it, then I can't think clearly. You know, if you separate your emotion and your mind you can actually think clearly. So for me is that when I meet, you know, when I, when I was in the dating scene back in like long, long time ago, I have actually, I have a certain requirements. If you don't meet the requirements, I'm not even entertaining you because there's so many people out there to date. Right. So I'm like just cherry picking what's it's like the creme of the creme. I mean, I know it sounds bad, but (laughs) well, especially not as, Especially now with the with the the amount of you know like you know dating apps and online and all that kind of stuff, you can meet you know or at least interact, I should say, with so many different people. It's a very different um, time, and actually, it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's actually really it's it makes things a lot more easier for you. Easy, well, yeah, I think so because you can cut through a lot of the BS essentially. To really real bluntly yeah um and you know you'll pick up on certain people or certain ways and you just know mm-hmm. right away nope i'm out i don't know mm-hmm. to me um and then, and it, so it sounds like an interview because if you meet somebody on you know via phone and then hey you want to go to the next level which is the next step it's like meeting them in person so it sounds mm-hmm. like that's how interview happened before in the past and it's still happening the same way so it sounds mm-hmm. like so so to you because you're a millennial to you your mindset is it's you know it it's actually better but uh, well I, it, you have more you're gonna meet more people like just going well, out into the atmosphere out mm-hmm. into the world you're only going to be true. able to touch base with the people that you can personally see and interact with versus uh-huh. you know you could go on online and i mean jesus i mean you could have a hundred a hundred mile radius i don't know whatever you know what i mean something like that five mile yeah. radius along the whole town or whatever it is um so which sounds probably insanely small to, for you guys but uh <laughs> around here yeah, yeah Sioux Falls is not that big about one hundred ninety thousand people so but yeah. it's 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 the time that we are in right now so for yes. me if yep. i have friends that are doing you know they're dating whatever process that way i don't judge them because it's the time that we're in now almost everyone's doing it right but back Mm -hmm. in the old day when you know my generation because you're the millennial and i'm like much older than you if we were to do that back in the old days it's almost like taboo what you can't find a man you know you know maybe in a church or somewhere like maybe a friend want to introduce you to someone you mean you can't find a man that way then it almost like I guess people would look at you, I mean, or would look at me as a loser, you know, I was like, <laughs> but well, like yeah. I said, times change. Unfo- unfortunately, unfortunately yeah, that is a very, I think, common misconception with people is, you know, uh, not saying that again to, to towards me, but I've seen that in the world mm-hmm. from, from, you know, to, or I should say projected onto single people, especially, you know, the older older crowd, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. You know, so-and-so they don't even have at least a girlfriend. It's like, who cares? Like, I don't, to me, (laughs) it doesn't really, I'm just like, whatever. Like, as long as the person's happy, like, Hey, maybe the person just likes to go do whatever they want to do by themselves. Uh I don't see a problem with that. Like, I guess like, okay. So like, I remember I've I've got one buddy, he's now married and everything, but I remember like years ago, he used to go to the movie theater by himself. And at the time I was kind of like, man, that seems kind of weird. Like, 
what the yeah. hell? Like, okay. but now I'm like, no, that sounds fantastic because I've been to movies with people that won't <laughs> shut the hell up. Like when I go to a movie theater, I want to have no interactions with anybody. I want to be 100%. Uh, and actually I don't go to movies because I hate any people talking, people whipping out their phones, people walking around. I want to be 100% submerged or in that into that movie if i have somebody like trying to squeeze by me or somebody like trying to chat chat to me or bump my elbow like hey that that part was funny like dude leave me leave me the hell alone do not talk to me um and i've had problems with that in the in the past with going with friends or you know and whatnot and whatnot and and had that as like i don't even want to go to movies anymore (laughs) i'll just watch it on watch i'll just stream it on tv and watch it at home and and i and i have no problem with that you know like yeah yeah well, it t- times change and we just have to adapt, right? So even me, I love going to the movies because me and Mike, we love the, especially if it's like a digital, you know, like what, what is that? Sometimes they have like a fancy wancy word for it. It's like, oh a, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the Adobe or- digital yes, X yes. screen, whatever they got all the, and I love those movies, but I find myself, uh, typically disappointed because of the people in it. I love the experience of movies, but but like when when I, when I got my house, the, one of the first things I went out and did was got a big screen TV and the biggest, baddest sound bar or like sound system, because I love that experience of it. But I, and I love going to the movies. I'm not, don't take anything wrong with that, but it's typically the interactions that are involved with the movie that I do not care for at all. Um, And then, and then, I mean, Jesus, I mean, you know, the tickets are expensive. You can't, popcorn's like $15 or whatever yeah. now. I mean, it's been a while since I went to a movie and bought popcorn. Normally I don't buy anything there. Cause I'm like, nah, that's <laughs> way too much. I'm not spending that amount of money. Um, but I like, I mean, like, like last week or whatever, my buddy and his girlfriend came over and we sat it. we took my, my TV outside and watched a scary movie in my hot tub outside. It was fantastic. Like I'll totally do that. <laughs> You know, that was great. And yeah, we made popcorn. Know, like, you, it was great. So. that. A hot tub yeah. with you and another buddy? <laughs> just, <Yeah>, well. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, Jack. Just kidding. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's right. Anybody that knows anybody that knows me already knows who the heck it is. They'd laugh anyway, so it doesn't bother hey, me. It but, like a, you know, a hot tub time machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's great. <laughs> but anyways, you know what? I enjoy this podcast, you know, and I, yeah. you know, and I really appreciate you coming on and mm-hmm. taking the time, especially with your busy schedule. I know you're busy because just talking to you in Las Vegas, I realized, oh my God, this guy's got so much going on. And it's a, like what you said, it's a Friday night. You decide to be on the podcast here to join me. So I yeah, really absolutely. appreciate it. So, yeah. um, I'm actually going to say goodbye and maybe next time I want to bring you on on another topic that we probably, yeah. (laughs) Love to. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, folks. This is it. This is Mary at Mary (laughs) Apologetic. Mary Unapologetic. (laughs) Thanks, Jack. Bye.